and welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 1620, Holy Motors 4. Hello, Kristen. Hey, hey. And Hallie. Why does Kristen get to go first? Excuse me? Why do you list Kristen's name first? Like, what's up with that? Like, why is it always her first? David clearly understands that I'm the most important co-host. I mean, I just chose at random. But you can't, like, you have to have a system, like alphabetical order or, like, favorite person. Why is it Kristen? So he should have chosen a system that coincidentally placed you first, alphabetically. Well, he should have chosen a system that deliberately placed me first. Anyway. For any reason, like, at all. Hmm. So we've spent the past few episodes catching me up on the goings-on of the world. Because David literally died, like, living under a rock. No, he just died under the rock. He didn't live under there. The joke doesn't make sense if I don't include the phrase living under a rock, for God's sake. Okay, come up with better jokes. No, that was a fine. No. Maybe you should. David! (laughs) (laughs) That's right. God! (laughs) For the new fans out there. I'm a ghost who died many years ago in the middle of my graduate program, so I didn't really know what was going on in the world at the time. And since I had unfinished business, I came back as a ghost. Okay, but what will happen when you finish your unfinished business, do you think? What do you mean? Well, like, what do you think will happen to David when he gets fully caught up? Like, this is catching up David. He he will get caught up theoretically. I don't know, actually. My guess is that I'll move on to the afterworlds. The after what? My God, Kristen. Okay, so the world is split up into the realm of the living, which is the here, and the realm of the dead, which is the hereafter, right? Uh-huh. So what do you think happens when a dead person dies for a second time? It's like Coco. David. <laughs> I remember this from one of our previous episodes. It's like a parfait. Every time you die, you go one layer further down the parfait. The top layer is here. The second layer is the hereafter. And every layer after that is part of the Afterworlds. Why haven't I ever heard of the Afterworld Parfait things? I have no idea why you haven't heard of the Afterworlds, but you haven't been there because Bite doesn't let anyone in because it's too dangerous or weird or whatever. What's at the bottom, though? Like, is it a fruit on the bottom Parfait? What, like, is there fruit at the bottom of the Afterworlds? Yeah. I, they're, they're, honestly, there could be. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, today's episode is actually a podcast. Quest Friends Hereafter covers the events leading up to the big trial that happened earlier this year. Are we ready to get into it? Sure thing. Yeah, I'm so ready. All right, then. Quest Friends Hereafter is a podcast released this year that covers the events of the four major players in the trial of Irene Hawthorne. These players are Irene herself, her defense attorney, Sparky Malarkey, and her defense counsel, Aurelio Enrique Hueso Kanaka, or Kike for short, and Hilda Miskiewicz. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, Hilda. Uh, Sparky reminded me of Hallie. Is it because she's so good at solving mysteries? No, it's because she refuses to be emotionally vulnerable. What the fuck does that mean? I'm so fucking emotionally vulnerable and I like Sparky and she reminds me of me because she's cool and good at solving mysteries and also has a red man, which you, I don't have, but will any day now. Probably none of those. I am all of those, none of including them. has a red van. <laughs> if you were going to describe me, you'd say has a red van. That's like way down on the list of descriptions. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still important. Anyways, <laughs> early episodes of the podcast follow these four as they go through a series of misadventures and struggle to get along. Any favorites from this part of the show? Uh, my favorite was probably the episode with the cave and like the, the little the little creatures and the grungy skeleton guy. 
You mean the first episode? Yeah. Don't look at me like that. No, I'm not looking. It's just like, it's like the first one. And it was good. Well, okay, good because it was the best episode you listened to, or good is in the only episode you listen to. Sometimes a Venn diagram is a circle. <laughs> but like, and it's both. <laughs> so this time, the Venn diagram is a circle. Anyway, I did actually like this episode. I like the little magical critters. The Necromon. They come from the afterworlds. The, the after yeah, what? the... The, have you already forgotten? Yeah. The after, the after. The parfait. The here, and then the parfait. Yeah, it's, they're the but, fruit. Wait, the after, they're the fruit. Maybe? They are not the I guess they're parfait. not the fruit because the fruit's at the bottom of the parfait. They're the slice. We're going with the fruit. They're just part of the parfait. They're part of the parfait. They're the sliced Maybe? almonds on top of the parfait. They're the sliced almonds on top of the it's, parfait. It's the parfait because it's part of the parfait. It's the part. Partfait. Really though. <laughs> <laughs> The Necromon are born in the afterworlds, but they can enter the here and the hereafter through Necromon oases, such as the big pool of water in the first episode's cave. Okay, so I like the Necromon, and I liked the Rasputin guy, and yeah, I think that's it. What about the book? Oh, oh, yeah, the book crab, the book crab. Booker! Um, he's mean, but he's also sad, because he's got uh, the torn out pages, so of course I love him. What about you, Hallie? What was your favorite episode? It was the one with the love story, wasn't it? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, the answer isn't no. So the love story episode starts with Sparky hanging out in her trailer. Uh, not the van, because they're different things. A lot of people confuse the van and the trailer, but they are, in fact, distinct, separate things that she has. But they are both parked in the town's junkyard, are they not? Okay, so yes, they are in the junkyard slash graveyard area, but like that could hold more than one thing and it holds two and it's the van and the trailer. So she's hanging out in the trailer. Yeah. In the junkyard slash graveyard. Yeah. When she's visited by her high school friend, Elliot. Yeah, who's the fucking worst. I thought you said I was the worst. There can be two. You're tied. Okay. So Elliot is a prosecutor for the Bureau of Intermortal Enforcement or BITE. They're an organization that handles matters that affect the different layers of existence. Okay, so everything. So they handle everything. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, essentially. Back in high school, Elliot and Sparky were part of a mystery solving team called Pickle. Do you either of you remember what Pickle stands for? Um, uh, I don't know. Hallie's this episode's expert. She knows what's going on. Okay, so Pickle, <laughs> Pickle's the, um, it's the persons for investigating crime lemons. Okay, so not the expert. No, okay, no, no. I know what pickle means. I just don't know it at the second. The 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 something incorporated fake fan. The the something incorporated company company. <laughs> it's the the pickle. It's the pickle. It's the 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 pack of investigator compatriots. Loser Elliot. <laughs> it's such a good name. It's such a good name is the thing, and I can never if remember it what good, it is. It's such a good name. It? Um, private eyes. Eyes paranormal, with an eye. <laughs> paranormal. The the the. <laughs> the. Hang on. Oh, I can't search on here. I have no. to do it on my phone. Okay, I did a typo and I searched for pick, but what I want is pickle. This is really embarrassing for you. Pickle. Across the board. 
Pickle Pals. Pickle Pals. Private Investigators Corporation Limited Enterprises. I did it. It's the Private Investigators Corporation Limited Enterprises. That's what it is. It's a really good name. It only took you like 15 (laughs) tries in as many minutes. Private Investigators Corporation Limited Enterprises. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But Elliot's not the love interest. Oh, absolutely not. No, that's not. That's not Elliot. No, no, no. No, that would be Lucas Bang, Sparky's ex-boyfriend from high school. He'll come up later. Oh, he sure will. One, um, what a name, Lucas Bang. (laughs) And then two... What about you, David? What episode is your favorite? It's tough. I really like the noir one. Yeah, because it's great. But I think my actual favorite is the one where Irene is introduced. Oh, really? Look at David branching I know, out. That was unexpected. I just really like Hilda and Irene's friendship slash rivalry thing that they have going on. They actually remind me a lot of you two. Oh, that's gross. No, um, I, I... You took a good thing and you <laughs> yeah, made it bad. I take it back. <laughs> Stop. You ruined everything good you do, Dave. <laughs> Nothing gold can stand <laughs> when it is in your hands. Oh, uh, that's what the I'm anti-Midas. here for. We can't have nice things. <laughs> anyway, so my favorite part is actually the B-plot, where Sparky deals with a humane mousetrap that's actually duplicating the necromice that she catches. Didn't that happen to you, David? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, but are there any David clones? No. Unlike Kike, I did not accidentally use a mousetrap to make a bunch of clones of myself. How did Kike, Kike made clones? Well, you should listen to more than the first episode. The first episode was good. I did not know there would be clones. Yeah, because you didn't, <laughs> admittedly, the first episode doesn't foreshadow that there will be clones, but. The clones did go away at the end of the episode. Uh, kinda. You can, stop. You guys aren't making any sense. Are the clones there? Or are the clones not there? Um, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not an answer, but okay. Yeah. Well, as the episodes go on, more and more overarching plot threads start showing up. The main one is the Intermortal Necromon Championship, where Necromon trainers like Irene and Hilda duel to see who is the best trainer across worlds. This tournament is hosted by Scuba Corps, a mega corporation that creates the necro cards that hold Necromon. You trap the little ghost guys in cards? I mean, kind not really. Like Pokemon balls, but cards? So it's like, or like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but like, like As it's if like, I know Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, that's... David, explain it. Well, because Necromon come from the afterworlds, in order to stay in the realm of the living, the here, they need to bond with people's souls. Now some people, like Irene, can make that connection themselves. Everyone else uses Necro cards to simulate a soul bond. Okay, so what happens if you use a card on a necromon that's already soul bonded to someone else? Like, is that doable? Yeah. Best case scenario, the mon just chooses one of you, but that can be pretty finicky. (laughs) And what's the worst case scenario? Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, got it. A lot of key players come from Scuba Corps. The big ones are Oset Scuba, the teenage CEO, Maybelline, his second-in-command, and Lucas Bang, a previous winner of the tournament. Lucas comes from the Valley, which is a desert town in the here and the setting of most of this arc. Aw, so Lukey got famous and ditched Sparky. The combination Junkyard Graveyard is good enough for many people and should have been good enough for him, but also never call him Lukey again. Nobody does that. Lukey poo! Nobody does that! (laughs) Well, it's never really made clear why Sparky and Lucas broke up, but now that they've reunited, they start flirting with each other again. Okay, well, that's really cute. 
is. Do I do? Every time I say anything, you just go. Yeah, because I have the benefit of having a complete story because I listened to more than the first episode. So it's not cute. If yeah, I mean, we don't ship it. We ship it. We don't ship it. Um, you'll see. You'll see. Irene and Hilda progress through the tournament, eventually making it to the finals. At this point, they're invited to a party at the Scuba Corps Space Scraper, where Oset reveals that he's been scheming all along to steal Booker from Hilda. So his big plan is to steal a book. A rare book. Okay. I feel like, okay, sure. Before Oset can steal Booker, the partygoers are attacked and held hostage by Kike's clones. The key clones! See, they do come back. Here they are. This is an episode where they're Here in. they are. They're in. How, they're many, here. how many episodes have passed? <laughs> <laughs> Like seven ish ish. Their plan is to break in, steal the rare Necromon in Oset's collection, and steal one of the pages that was ripped out of Booker, which Oset has. For some reason. I mean, Oset is a collector. He dyed his hair green because of his obsession with legendary Necromon, which have a green aura. I thought Necromon had a blue aura. Basic Necromon and Ultra Necromon have a blue aura, but legendary ones have the green. So just get, get it together. Okay, well, that sounds classist, first of all. And then also, if you... Has anyone seen a legendary Necromon to know the aura color? Um, no. Hmm, putting on my skeptical. <laughs> Working together for the first time as a group, Hilda, Irene, Kike, and Sparky thwart the key clones and recover the missing page, which, when returned to Booker, plays a recording from Kike's old friend Mateo, a vampire who feeds on intrigue and is currently exploring the afterworlds. Okay, but I thought no one could enter the afterworlds unless they died twice. Well, you can. You can go there. It's just that it's illegal and, like, kind of hard if illegal doesn't stop you. Well, after reviewing this recording, the group is accosted by Overseer Indrid Cold. Essentially, Bite has low-level grunts called Undertakers and high-level officers called Overseers. Indrid Cold is one of these high-level officers, and he asks to speak with Irene. Everyone else steps in, however, and stops him. So Irene doesn't end up going to jail. Oh, no, she does. Just later. How much later? Like seven episodes later? Like a day? How many episodes is that? It's going to be like one or two, right? Because each episode is a new day. So it's like one or it's like it's like a day episode, a day's episode later. One day later. Next episode, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is called into Bite's headquarters, where they find that Irene has been arrested for the murder of Sammy Esther, a dead doll man who is a close confidant of Oset's. Ruta Bega Boy! Why is the dead doll man called Ruta Bega Boy? <laughs> because he was Oset's Ruta Bega Boy. That doesn't make any sense. He was Oset's Ruta Bega Boy, and they loved each other, and now, and now they're not, they can't... <laughs> It's really sad. He's the rutabaga boy. Okay. But little Lukey and Sparky are doing well though, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all I care about. Tell me good things. <laughs> I can't. The show is bad. I can't tell you good things. <laughs> Nothing good happens in it. Well, so what happens is Elliot calls for Sparky, asking her to serve as Irene's defense attorney, because despite being her older brother, Elliot will be prosecuting Irene. Well, that's, that's the worst. I uh, know. No, right? Your that's older what I'm saying. brother? Like, and you thought he was a love interest to Sparky. No, absolutely not. He could just be morally gray. Let me see. 
<laughs> no. Anyway, um, I thought there was like a tournament thing going on. Like, are is prosecution and tournament simultaneously? Eh? Yes, there yeah. is. Irene asks Hilda to finish the tournament for her, but Hilda chooses to help investigate instead. And the tournament arc is just done? Well, kind of. Hilda doesn't finish Ooh. the tournament, but Irene and Hilda's friend Walnut <laughs> are both still pretty mad about it by the end of the first yeah. arc. Walnut's big mad. <laughs> Walnut can be big mad with such a cute little name. Walnut. 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 The arc as a whole ends with a reveal that Sammy isn't actually one of the dead, but is instead a clump of eels covered in a doll outfit. In an attempt to leave Scubacore, Lucas Bang traps Sammy in a necrocard and frame Maybelline for his quote-unquote murder. I'm just amused by the group of eels. <laughs> how, does, how does one pass as a human question mark as a being that's not a group of eels? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Eels? <laughs> I am four eels. What? We'll show you later. Okay. <laughs> Never meant to make your daughter um, cry. He made me cry. <laughs> okay, but if he's a bunch of creepy eely necromon, wouldn't Sammy need something to connect him to the here? Like, did he did he not already have a card? We loved each other. They like that's the Rutabaga boy, the Rutabaga boy, and Oset. Like they loved each other, but the Rutabaga boy was also a necromon boy, and they and they. It's really sad. They loved each other. It's it's so they're just star-crossed lovers then. Yeah, they were soul bonded. Yeah, but now they're not. But well, I. But I thought I thought like, it was bad when a necrobon necromon was bonded to more than one person or card thing. Like I thought David made yeah, a boom noise. He did. I did. You did. He did. It is bad. <laughs> Which is why the ending of the trial is bittersweet. Even though Sammy isn't dead, he can't be released from the necrocard without risking his safety. And Sparky has to make the difficult choice of giving up her happily ever after with Lucas Bang in order to reveal that he's an attempted murderer. It- really sucks because they could have been well okay they would have they weren't that compatible but like it's sad because like it's it's sad and that brings us to the the first part (laughs) of quest friends hereafter okay but didn't you mention that there were clones that attacked a party like why did they show up why were they there oh they were being secretly led by rasputin who was a shapeshifter in disguise so the little skeleton guy was a fake, but I liked him. But, okay, no, that's kind of fun. Good for him. I like him more. I, I take it back. He's good. He's cool. Well, he wasn't a shapeshifter in the episode that you listened to. At the end of the episode, he's taken in by the Undertakers. And every time he appears after that, he's a shapeshifter. I think. That, yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's I think that's what, yeah, that's what's going so the one I fell in love with isn't the one no. that's there. Okay. No. So you're just- Nothing gold can stay. <laughs> Nothing gold can stay. <laughs> so what did you two think of the first arc of Quest Friends Hereafter? Oh, I liked it. A solid 8 out of 10. Except for the stuff with Sparky, because that's a 10 out of 10 every time. She's my favorite. I confess that because my Venn diagram is a circle <laughs> and I only listened to the first episode, yeah. I am not entirely sure of what happened, but it sounds like I would give it also an 8 out of 10. Mm. Are you saying that because I gave it an 8 out of 10? No, I hate you. David, what do you think? I don't know. I liked it. It's probably like a 7. A 7? Are you fucking kidding me, David? You both gave it an 8. Well, yeah, okay, but we didn't give Titanic a 6. I'm never going to live that down, am I? <laughs> no, no, no. Because you gave it a fucking... 
let's just get to the quiz. Okay. So for each episode, we find a personality quiz based on the topic that we're discussing. For this one, we decided to go with Quest Friends, which kind of dead are you quiz? Since who you become when you die is based on who you were when you were alive. I got Phantom. Phantom? Phantom. Phantom, Phantom nice. of the Mega Wind. Because uh, he's Danny Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Did you take a picture of your reedy thing? You don't have you it? You didn't take a picture of his reedy thing. You didn't take a picture phone. of your reedy. God, you, you have a pen and paper, do you? Not? Yeah, you could have just written it down. I could. God, I'm sorry. I got a phantom. Take the quiz to find yeah, out what a phantom is. Yeah, you take the quiz and, and get just phantom. Answer it, like <laughs> as if you're David. Just answer exactly the way I did. Yeah. And you too can be a phantom. Okay, Who did you get, Allie? Me? I got, I got, I'm a grim. You are death. <laughs> most people learn about the afterlife when they die. The rivers of existence are all that you've ever known. You are an avatar of death, of being comfortable enough with the finite nature of existence that you spend your days shepherding souls from one world to the next. At least that's what you used to do. Ever since the brew of intermortal enforcement took over all the shepherding souls stuff, you've been in desperate need of a new hobby. Maybe you'll see if the local community center needs any help. I like that because uh, the boatman is a grim and the boatman is very cool. There you go. Ergo, I am boat. very cool. He's got a boat. He's got a boat. He's got a boat. Yeah. So the transited property. And I also have a boat in addition to a van. <laughs> and a trailer. And a trailer. And an RV. I am just flushed with vehicles. <laughs> vehicles. <laughs> vehicles. Could open a store. It's just the vehicle. These vehicles. These four vehicles. We store. sell vehicles. <laughs> sell four. <laughs> I already own an art for sale. Yes. <laughs> sell vehicles four. Who did you get, Kristen? I got a Grim! No! <laughs> no! Whereas oh, most people learn about the afterlife when they die. Oh. <laughs> the rivers of existence are all that you've ever known. You are an avatar of death, a being comfortable enough with the finite nature of existence that you spend your days, I'm reading it, that you spend your days shepherding souls from one world to the next. At least, that's what you used to do. Ever since the Bureau of Inter... Oh, God. Ever since the Bureau of... The- Ever since the Bureau of Intermortal Enforcement took over all the shepherding souls stuff, you've been in desperate need of a new hobby. Maybe you'll see if the local community center needs any help. Um, I like it because the boatman is also a grim and he's cool, so therefore I'm cool. And but not I have very cool like I am. Supremely. No. I dropped the supremely because I don't want to be narcissist. Incorrect. <laughs> Unlike some people here. You've never shied away from being a narcissist. But I bet your boat isn't as good as my boat. My boat has things you've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> Not just on a boat. Just period. <laughs> just, period. just full stop. Full stop. <laughs> my boat is worth at least five vehicles. <laughs> I could open a vehicle store and put five vehicles, but it's one. <laughs> like Voltron. Like, I guess Voltron is five vehicles. In one. Five lion vehicles. That's the lion's one, right? Voltron. Voltron is lion's. Or is it Power Rangers? The They're both lions. very similar. Are, okay. Anyways. Don't Power you, Rangers also have cars that they they do. turn into a big thing? Do I, they do. I don't oh. get Power it because they're people. How do they, they're not Transformers. <laughs> okay. Anyway, if you'd like to try the quiz at home, you can find it linked in the description. Down there, you'll also find a link to the other episodes of Catching Up David, where we cover everything I haven't been caught up on. Mostly movies. Sometimes TV shows, but always one of those two things. You can also find a link to the Quest Friends, which is starting a brand new arc in a week. 
And what is going to happen in that new arc, David? So for next time, it's more eels. 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 That's right. Something fishy is going on in the hereafter. And all your favorite characters have a secret. They've been sea creatures all along. But due to the laws of the hereafter, specifically banning eels from everyday careers like necromon trainers and defense attorneys, they've had to keep their existence a secret from one another. What could possibly lead to their discovery of each other's angliform truth? Could it be true love? Tune in to the next episode of Quest Friends to find out. Luki's gone? Yeah. He died? No, he's just not there anymore. I mean, he could be. Is he on a soul quest to find himself? You know himself? what? Maybe he is. I Maybe hope he's trying him. to gather him his eels. Maybe he is. <laughs> he's just trying some eels. To gather his eels. He has, he's who going among on us <laughs> hasn't lost an eel from time to time? Who among us doesn't need an eel prey love trip once in a while? Are you proud of that one? Yeah, I really am. <laughs> I'm really proud of that one. I hate it because it, it... Eel prey love? Because it works. Because it's... Because it works. Anyway, that's what Luki's up to. <laughs> Catch it in the next episode. Great. Maybe I will too. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. So long. Arrivederci. Bye. Okay, that was beautiful. I have nothing I want to change. Do any of you have anything you want to retake? Um, no, no, I was perfect the whole way through. I was phenomenal and flawless the whole way through. I did okay. <laughs> yeah, we did great. We did a really good job. How was my scrolling? Was it great? Was no. it flawless? Okay. You often let it get to the very end and it stressed me out. I'm so, I thought that was what was preferred. I'm also very glad that you both got the same thing, which... Uh, I don't know if both, if any of you read it, but like, uh, you get the same one in the script version I wrote too. Life imitates art sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but that one you both get fury because I thought that would one be that would be a funny one for you to get. The thing I remember reading it, but I don't remember what the fury is. Enlighten me. A fury is someone who dies by betrayal. By betrayal. Yeah. By betrayal. So uh, you basically uh, suggest, well, maybe that means we'll kill each other, Hallie. To which David says, it's tragically romantic if you think about what? it. Yeah, he wanted to make a shipping joke. <laughs> no. And no, no, no. But then Jack <laughs> anyway. no. Bollocks. And then, uh, then Hallie pointed out that you can't be the one to kill her. Because you can't be betrayed by someone you don't trust. It's funny, though, because uh, years ago, didn't we say that we were basically Alexander Hamilton, Aaron Burr? So, unfortunately, life imitates life. <laughs> Art imitates life. Art of your script. No romance. No romance. <laughs> no ship. All right. So it's Miskiewicz. 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 I'll just apologize to Milda. <laughs> you do that regularly with Milda. actors' names oh. when you can't say them, <laughs> yeah. which is awesome. And their names are usually much easier to pronounce than Miskiewicz. Like Johnson? No yeah. <laughs> Sometimes... A Venn diagram is a circle, <laughs> but like and it's both. <laughs> so this time, the Venn diagram is a circle. I listened to the other ones. But, okay, what were they about? Chamomile and 
chameleons. Cham and Cham for short. Okay. Wouldn't that be Cam and Cam? Okay, you'd think so, but no. The tournament is hosted by Scuba Corp, which might be Scuba Corps. I don't one. I think I don't I don't actually remember how, how they refer to it in the show. It's Scuba Corps. Court? Yeah, Scuba Corps. I like how he says it as if he had read it and not heard it on a podcast <laughs> where it would have been pronounced and he would have known definitively. Maybe he's reading the transcript. I have the advantage of being the person who's not supposed to listen to anything. I can mess up as much as I want. Yeah. That's true. And I do. <laughs> Was there anything that you, after reading it, were like, I have no idea what the fuck that meant? A lot of it. <laughs> Mostly because it's it's more like if I had had any context, such as listening to anything, I probably would be like, oh, I know what's going on, but I didn't. So when they were like, where did those clones got, clone guys come from? I was like, yeah, where did they come from? 